Oh my God, Renee, when I pulled it out of the box, I was not expecting it to be the size of a navel orange. Apple announced the HomePod mini back in October. I've been using it every day ever since. And right now I've got Micah Sargent on the line so we can re-review all about it three months later. Sponsored by Skillshare. I'll be doing a bunch of more long-term reviews right here, right on the channel. So hit the subscribe button and bell, and that way you won't miss any of them. So I just have one. I have it in the boring black because white leads to like fingerprints and grossness. <laughs> so I was not trusting that, but uh, there could be more in my future. That's for sure. And what was your general takeaway when you did that comparison? I was really impressed with how small it was, especially if I was going to be comparing it to the two other uh, $99 smart speakers, which are much bigger and much heavier. But I don't know if you want to talk about audio quality yet or, or what, but let's save it. Let's tease that. So I liked the design. I wasn't sure of it. I wasn't sure about it at first because it looked a lot like the HomePod Biggie, but just sort of compressed down into a softball size. And it didn't. It wasn't really that opinionated for me, but I ended up liking it because it was very similar to John Travolta, ultimately, in Get Shorty. I'm looking at it, but I don't feel one way or another about it. I don't necessarily want the audio speakers to make a statement. And so the more kind of calm and considered they are, the better, because they are not for me, decorations, uh, in, you know, in, in a space. I can just kind of toss this wherever. It's got USB-C, I plug it in. So I don't really want it to stand out, I guess. I just kind of want it to fade into the background. It is really, really small. And so I was worried initially that it wouldn't pack that HomePod punch. Because one of the things I liked about the HomePod Biggie is that it, when Apple said room-filling audio, it really was. It just used all that computational might to project that soundstage in a voluminous manner. And this is a tiny, tiny, again, like they took it and crushed it down into a hyperdensity ball of speaker fun. But it really, it it's probably like proportionate sound to the HomePod, big HomePod, uh, but it's still good. Since moving to California and having to downsize a little bit and having neighbors, I blessed to live in a townhome. So I don't have neighbors above and below me, but I do have attached on either side of me. And so it's kind of uncomfortable for me to use my HomePod as a music device because of that rattling bass. And so that was kind of one of the upsides of this HomePod mini that I was hoping for uh, was, you know, I looked at it and said, oh, it's small. And oh, that's actually good because I have a feeling it's going to sound good but not be uh, so overpowering and kind of rattle and shake the floor, which the HomePod can absolutely do. At like half volume, it can rattle and shake the floor. Yeah, I was surprised at how much bass it had for its size, but it's not, it's not an overwhelming bass. But what impressed me most was the clarity, especially as you escalate the volume. It, you know, it, like, it's a marketing line thing. It doesn't distort. Everybody says it doesn't distort. Most of them distort, but this stays really, really clear even as you do start pushing the limits of neighbor abusing volume. Yeah, so that was kind of my my test is to see how loud it can get and what Apple uh, may have given up or not given up based on the size of it. And I want to speak, the word is perfect because that's what it is. It's clarity. When you turn up the volume, the louder it gets, instead of it distorting, you can still hear sort of the separation between the different parts of the excuse me, the song that you're listening to. And that was kind of um, revelatory for me because I expected it to 
be a lot like other $99 smart speakers in, you know, it it provides a good sound for most music, but to have it be that detailed and that crisp, I was really impressed with. So I've had the original HomePods as a stereo pair on my Apple TV pretty much since they came out, since I finished reviewing them and moving them around and trying them in different places. And with the iOS 14 dedicated uh, dedicated mode for Apple TV, it is so good. They sound like it basically ingests a Dolby Atmos 7.1, 5.1, whatever you can throw at it and makes you that big, rich sound stage. I did switch to the HomePod minis for a while and they're more limited. They can only do 2.1, which is stereo sound, not the full-on surround. So I, I've gotten used to and I like and I far prefer the big ones. But I think if I was in a smaller space or I had it in a, like a bedroom instead of my living room, they would be a nice stereo pair. And my only regret, my big regret right now is that Apple hasn't updated the big ones yet to have a U1 chip like the minis do, because then I envision a world where I could have two biggies next to the TV and two minis in other places in the room, and they would all know where all of them are. And they could make not just a simulated Atmos soundstage, but they could really do computational audio, not just in the room, around the room, but precisely moving around the room. And then that, that would just be the business. Oh, yeah, that's next level. Because I, I, yeah. I mean, I just am sad that it doesn't have it in general, I really like that ultra wideband feature, and I love it as a, a taste of what's to come. I think with ultra wideband, I, I really like it too. I like that as you bring your iPhone closer to the HomePod Mini, it gets that vibration. The small notification becomes bigger until it pops onto the entire screen and transfers the music over. When you get to real close proximity, I have seen some people complain. Primarily, people who have their HomePod Minis on their desk where they're working in close proximity all the time. And so they're all, they cannot help but accidentally trigger the mechanism. But for them, you can go in and just turn that off in settings, which yes, is a bummer. But I don't know how you get rid of proximity-based features if you're always in proximity anyway. So I feel like that's just, that's a trade-off we have to make at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to have both. <laughs> so the knock on the original HomePod was that Apple brought a, an expensive speaker to a commodity assistant market and there were cheaper products from Amazon and Google that were okay enough as speakers, but were really, really useful as assistants. And now it feels like absolutely Apple has solved for the price. 100 bucks is a great entry point for the HomePod. But I still feel like Siri is a weak spot. It's gotten better. It can understand multiple voices now. It can do more things. But I'm going to keep going back to this cliche. It still feels like I hit that one server that's in the back of somebody's closet that has just never been updated since day one. And it says it can't do things that I know it can do or says it doesn't understand something that I've asked it to do a million times before. And it could be the simplest thing, but that hitting that often enough still makes me cringe. It is very rare that I ask Siri to turn on or off my lights or trigger scenes or, or what have you. But the only thing that Siri is somewhat regularly used for is playing music. But even still, because I don't feel like having to have to go, oh, no, now stop because you played the wrong song or, oh, now stop because you played an album from the, you know, Apple Music Library instead of the one that I wanted. I just go on my phone and I airplay to the HomePod speaker. Yeah, I am the opposite. I use Siri all the time for everything. And I did. I got a HomePod mini for my mom for uh, the holidays for Christmas, and she started using it immediately. Like she'll say... 
Siri play Lady Smith Black Mombazo, and she's just delighted. The music that she's used to is just ubiquitous, and she doesn't have to go searching for it or looking for it. She can just say a few words, and immediately it's playing uh, for her. And she's been quite uh, thrilled with it. I just, I just want and need it to get better. Yeah, HomePod. Uh, I would love to to have this computational audio, like you said, all around and in different ways. And hopefully, we continue to see improvements made with uh, ultra wideband. But ultimately, as you point out, I think that this was unwrapping this package as a gift or for yourself or whatever. Uh, that surprise and delight that came from the top quality audio experience that you would get from something so small, and then compare it to the lower quality audio experience that I got from the Google um, Nest Audio and the and the Nest Audio sounds good, but not as not as clear as this tiny little HomePod mini. So it is, uh, I, I feel at least in this space, a home run device in terms of uh, the, the value to the actual functionality that you get from it and the quality of that functionality. If you hated this review with all of your breathing guts and want to make a response or just a review all of your own, Ali Abdal's got a terrific class on video editing with Final Cut Pro. From beginner to YouTuber, that'll get you started, not just right, but right now. Or if you really want to get wild, check out Thomas Frank's brand new class on productivity and creativity, where he shows you how to set up your physical and digital space to work for you and not against you, and how collaboration tactics can make your life and your projects easier, because that's the true power of Skillshare. It isn't just one class, even several classes. It's an online learning community that offers membership with real meaning and with an annual subscription that's less than $10 a month. You can learn illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and so much more with real projects to create and the support of real fellow creatives, more than 7 million of us now learning with Skillshare. And the first 1,000 of you who click on the link in the description will get a free trial of Skillshare Premium. Totally free. Just hit the link in the description and start learning today. And clicking on that link really helps out the channel. For more, much more on all of Apple's upcoming products this year, everything from the M1X MacBook Pros to the iPhone 13, just click on the playlist up top. I'm going over every product and every detail so you can decide what's must have and just must pass for 2021. So click on the playlist and I'll see you in the next video.